0: Hello and welcome to another episode of the Five at the Back Soccer Podcast. We're here with an extra time special preview of Manchester United, easily the biggest club in England and, of course, the favorite of mine and Christian's. And we've invited on two of our, uh, our good friends uh, who are also Man United supporters to uh, kind of preview our, our upcoming season. So, welcome to uh, Mr. Manny Montes and Mr. Stephen Beck. Thanks for joining us, guys. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna kick things off uh, and go backwards a little bit. End of the season didn't exactly finish off exactly how we had hoped. Um, with with you know no no trophy wins, uh, we had the Super League debacle, uh, which. By all accounts, our owners were at front and center in, in developing that. Uh, they then promised us movement in the summer transfer window. They uh, they said they were going to invest. They care about the team winning now all of a sudden, apparently. Uh, and we made a couple of signings. What do you guys think? How have we done so far?
1: Um, I'll go first. Um. Right now, so far, we've addressed two out of the three positions we needed desperately, and one that we've we've needed since Nani left, which was a right winger. So that's Sancho, and then Maguire's partner in Rafael Varane, center back. So as of right now, I give us a B plus, if that's what you're asking. Sure. Um, I'm going to go with B-plus just because we still need that central defensive midfielder. So Pogba could do what he does when he plays for France because he has that anchor in the back that lets him worry about just attacking and not having to defend like what United and Ole system has Pogba doing, having him track back, which we all know he, he's very uncomfortable doing. He's said it himself that he's not a big fan and that he's not, he's not good at tackling. Um, so we definitely need to find, if it's, find a defensive midfielder, if it's going to be Navas, if it's going to be uh, Rice or anybody else. I'm just, we just can't have McFred back there all season long again. I just, I can't do it. Can't do it. Nope. <laughs> uh, I,
2: I will give us a B only because it feels like the Sancho deal is just a long year signing. Like it was there last year. It should have been completed last year. And they just simply balked and decided not to because they're terrible. So him on wasn't some out of the blue thing like Veron was like, Oh, like wow. Like that's something we're going to do and actually be aggressive with and go get great. So, that signing alone is is a b i i support your your other statement about you know they need another um another signing um and i say it's a b also because it, there's still too much on the on the squad the club still has too much weight it's carrying and we they don't sell enough players um and i know i know loans have happened but you know i <laughs> I don't, I don't frankly understand um, the Mata, uh, getting a new contract. Um, it, I love what he's done while he's here. He's had some great moments, um, but you need to to move on. You need to clear out the space, you need to cut out wages and bring in fresh young talent that is going to fight and be able and to be available to play on a regular basis. So I think that yes, the signings have been great, but they're also still dragging their foot and keeping uh, anchor on themselves in our club. So it's like this half good, half bad. You're like, man, if you could just do a little less bad, we'd be more. I'd be more excited going into um, into the uh, to the new season.
3: So, on to your point. Beck. So the last season we brought in Palestry, right? And we brought in Ahmed and they're young, right? But they're not that much younger than Sancho and Rashford and Greenwood. So I agree with you. I don't know why we're re-signing Mata when those guys are right wingers, right? Who can compete and give us that energy that we need. It's very disappointing. So you guys both give Bs. I'm going to go maybe like a C. So we, so Sancho was in the book from last year, right? We all knew that was going to happen. Moran hasn't signed yet, right? So he's he's not ours yet, and it could still oh, fall apart. It's, it's so he, as a, as Manny said he, earlier, on, if it's if it's based on rights, like his naming rights and things like that, and how we how much money he's going to get paid from that, he's one of the most recognizable French players in the world. True, but I, I say, I mean, you, you say, yeah, I
0: mean, there's there are minor details in in this in the contract left to be finished, uh, but as far I've I've heard reports that he's already been in training, um, so you know, it, I don't see the the Veron deal as not being completely, I mean, not being done. It's done. It's it's going to happen. Yeah, they're working out small details. Um, I think it's extraordinarily irresponsible of man united not to lock this up a whole lot sooner um they talk about the quarantine period and all this other stuff they they could have easily gotten him over sooner they could have gotten him through the quarantine period and had him announced a a full a full week ago easily uh they they dragged their feet And and this is this goes back to typical united transfer business they take forever to do anything because they think somehow they're gonna save money doing it and it it's really having a negative effect because it's directly impacting the morale of the fans. I mean, the fans demanded that they, you know, sign somebody this summer and they went out and they did. Okay. I mean, you you guys have given the highest rating so far as a B plus that should say everything about this. I mean, we've, we signed two, uh, you know, elite level players, you know, Sancho, who, it has the prospect of becoming that that top tier top tier player, and then Varan, who already is that top tier player, and you know, not to mention he, we signed him for less than Ben White, which I love. How'd he do it's Hilarious. He yeah, he had a great night. <laughs> he had a great night. But I mean, that's it. But that's that's the thing. And they and here's the other part that really annoys me about our our summer business. From the get-go, as soon as the the announcer Joe Glazer came out and said that they were going to invest in the squad, almost immediately you saw from multiple outlets, "Oh, United are uh, they're going to do make some moves, but we don't have a whole lot of money because of the pandemic and all this." They immediately tried to to put it out there in the media that they wouldn't be able to afford it. Bull, absolute bull. They can afford it. They choose not to. They choose not to spend. The glazers, the glazers aren't shy of taking money out of the club, which they did imme- again immediately after the Super League thing. They're, there's the money is there. They're just they're unwilling to reinvest, and this is what I think has most of us and United fans upset. Is they're they're only willing to go so far.
2: They don't spend their own money to make Correct. to make sure whatever happens needs to happen. And you said you know the highest we have gave is a B plus you know, I gave it a B. you gave it a C. This transfer window needed to be an A across the board. It had yes. to have been an A if there was any chance of unless, you know, there's tons of injuries to City or Chelsea or Liverpool like they had last year or just dumb luck happened. There's going to take a lot of going the right way for United to win the league this year, just based on squads and depth and like, actual quality and where we're lacking in, um, on, you know, on the pitch. And that's what bothers me is that continually there's not this killer's edge to do whatever it takes to win. Like we all knew this summer, January, last summer, last January, it was, we need center back us in the right winger. Over and over and over, and it was like, "Hey, let's bring in this, uh, let's bring in this uh, other winger or a striker." Which, which, and I, I could admit because the client side. I was like, "Dude, he's old, and he's what are you talking about?" And he was surprised the hell out of me. But at the time, I was like, "What are we doing? He is not a necessity. He is a he is a fancy like sprinkle on top of a cupcake. Like we need the actual mix to make the cupcake better." Instead of just doctoring it up with like nice things on the top, and they're falling short, potentially, they have another what couple of weeks. but they're potentially falling short yet again on just doing whatever it took to get us level with the other clubs because there's no there's no win at all cost mentality like you see at Chelsea, you see at Man City, like they will do whatever it takes to win because it's important to them. and that's why it's frustrating. I'm like, it had to be an A this year. And it's, just, it's, it's good. It's better than it was last summer, but it's not what just needed in my opinion, for us to really be toe to toe with the best or sorry, the most talented clubs in the league.
0: Yeah. So you, you, you're, I think you're absolutely right. Cause what, whereas signings like Sancho and Veron and, and Bruno are, are are class. I mean, There's signings that we all love. They they're counterbalanced by signings like Cavani and Diallo and Polistri, which Polistri and and, and Diallo look to be very very good players that can can excel. But they're not gonna they're not short term players. They're not going to help us win the title. They didn't help us win the title last year. They're they're not going to help us you know win any titles this year. That's we 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 spent a lot of money, you know when. There are glaring needs that need to be addressed. And we just left them to McFred. That's and that's a weird. It was let's hope. Let's let's see. And that, that kind of been, I mean, when options are available. That's the other thing. I mean, and again, you can even look back as far as as the Grealish situation. Villa's about to go down two seasons ago. Uh, you know, we've we were in the market for Grealish and, and gonna get him somewhere between 60 and 70. I believe was the uh, estimated range that they were looking at. And now season and a half later, he goes to, he goes to city for, for a hundred. I mean, that's, that's the kind of business that, that we're into right now. And we're, we're lagging behind it. I mean, if this, if United's board has, and, and the owners are on a, on a 10 year plan that maybe we'll win once in 10 years and then, you know, reload again after that, like that's just not going to, that's not going to pull the weight of, of the United fans in the same it's way. It's not
2: the NFL. It's not the no. NFL. Like you cannot have this gap in trophies like United is currently going through right now. Like you cannot have this level of, because even last year with, you know, and, and, I, and I, and I, you know, I said like, Oh, Hey, you know, we were, we were, we were top of the table in January, you know, and then there's some, some weird draws happen and it's two fluke losses. And, you know, if those are, those go differently, who knows, you know, how it shakes out. But that's the closest we've been in years. And it wasn't even that close really in the end. And so that is like, okay, well, it's coming up on 10 years since the the last one. Those stretches are not acceptable for a top-notch club. Like you need to be challenging on on a yearly basis in this profession, like yeah. in this, in this sport, you can't go 18 years between championships like the Bucks did. And fans will accept that because it's the parity is so hard in the NFL. Like it's not there. And they seem to have this sort of lack of, well, all right, you know, they didn't win the league this year, but they finished top four. Great. Yeah. So that's Although, why I think this December this is like, eh, it's kind yeah. of like, we're getting better and we'll appease some people, but if we don't win a league, we said we got, we have improved.
0: So we've got some, we've got some more rumors that are, are, you know, have been popping up over the last week or so. Um, I mean, they're, the, the kind of the narrative right now that I think United is trying to push on everyone is that we have to offload before we can sign someone else. They, it, the the they've, through their, their intermediaries, they've kind of said that, you know, they're, they're open to signing one more player, but they, they need to get people off the books, which, uh, you know, to some extent I can understand, we, you know, we need to release some of these wages um, for some of these people. I'm, I'm wondering why they didn't just outright release them. Um, but again, I, I, I don't manage the, uh, the, the economic side of thing. So we've got, I, there's some possibilities of players going out who needs to go who will go and what's, what's going to be good for United at this point. And what's your opinions? Can
3: we start from the goalkeeper and work our way up? Sure. Start wherever you want. All right. So Henderson needs to go. I don't think he's going to replace De hair. So we should sell him. We have, we, we also brought in Tom Heaton. and everyone seems to have forgotten that. So, uh, and he's, he's a decent backup. Yes. You know, he's Okay. So get rid of Henderson or De Gea, but I know we have a De Gea loving in this group.
1: <laughs>
3: not, not pointing anybody out there, but um, so Hendo go and uh, keep De Gea. That's what I'd do.
2: Jones has to go. I I think every
0: United fan is like, why why <laughs> is, is he
2: still here? There is no there is no reason. Would he be would he still be at Chelsea? Would he still be at City? Would he still be at Liverpool with the new change in ownership? You know, mm-hmm. or like Madrid or Barcelona. Well, maybe to Barcelona because they're a huge mess, you know, or like, you know.
3: <laughs> Perfect team to sell him to. <laughs> exactly. Like, players, like, you know, like,
2: gym. hey, listen, we'll give him for free. Like, just take him off our hands. Like, it's, it's, it's the same I have with, you know, with my NFL team, you know, whatever. It's like on any other club or team that has championship aspirations, would this player still be here? And a lot of times the answer is no. And you're like, so why are they still with us? Like I felt the same way about the big tree Fellaini. Like, I was like, why is he in our club? Why is he on our squad starting or coming in late in games? And he had that one and I ate crow that one time. He had, you know, a a massive save, but the, the the overall like point is like, we got to get rid of these players. Like they don't belong here. Jones had his chance, you know, sir alex loved him believed in him he had injuries whatever but he's not he's he's not contributed in who knows how long it took forever to get to chip smalling out and it's just you know i he Smalling, uh sorry uh jones i he needs to be off the team a hundred percent
3: but he has a new contract
2: I know. I'm just saying because we're super smart here. with our contracts, and Ken is out.
1: And like,
0: yeah, I agree. Jones,
1: Jones definitely has to go. I thought his contract, his weekly wages were more than what they are. Um, yeah, it's seventy-five k a week. I, I just thought he was like at one fifty. Like, so the excuse of other teams not being able to take his wages is BS. It's just it's him. He doesn't want to leave and i mean you can sell a player but he still has to agree to the move and and i could see him turning it down on because he doesn't want to go anywhere else he's comfortable probably just living off living in the physio room getting treatment for eight months of the season whatever long season is and just collecting that paycheck
2: he's jj constantino
1: (laughs) oh my god um like like I'm to the point where with him, I forget that he's on the team. Like, until I see a picture of him at, at training. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's right. He's still here. And then he'll make, a, he'll make an appearance and then get hurt and then done for the season like he does every year and has done for the past three seasons where he'll play two games, get hurt, he's done. So I and he should be one of those players that United should just go ahead and terminate his contract. If he doesn't want to move on, terminate the contract is it enough of this being friendly to players. I know Ole has a history with a lot of these players because he was there when they were brought in as kids or whatnot, whatever. It's got to be just, I, I'm done with you. Bye. Cut ties. Bye. See you. Good luck in the future. Hope everything works out for you in your next future club and whatnot. I mean, if they were able to do it, Ravel Morrison, who is better than these guys, but he was just a nutcase, why can't they do it with Phil Jones?
0: Exactly. Exactly. Like, why, why are we hanging on to that?
1: That's the right um, question. In Andreas no needs to go. Yep. <laughs> Preseason pre has to go. <laughs> um, Jesse's got to go. As, uh, yes, I get it. He's part yeah. of the, Who's that? the last. Jesse. Oh, Jesse. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, he's, he's got to go. I mean, he's not going to play. He's not. Bruno's ahead of him. He's not a wiener. He's not a forward. So where are you going to put Jesse. And we all know Bruno's not gonna sit down unless he's hurt. So
0: And and behind and, Bruno
2: behind Bruno is Donnie anyway. Yeah. So and, Which, is he going to play? Are they gonna get rid of him? Like is there a I, reason why I, he's on the squad?
1: Okay. Right. Another I great think, question. I think he's actually gonna play more this year. If you look at the pictures that have been coming out of him, he is buffer this season than what he was last season. So I think maybe it was Ole's plan just to buy him and just him out only play him 10 minutes a game so he kind of start getting used to the way the premier League is beef up he wanted him to play in the euros then he got hurt that that would have helped out a lot but he was able to come back train get bigger and whatnot and if that works out like he's planning like all he's planning on th- that might work so well, i used to
3: think the euros was a, a blessing for united because as you said he was United players according to reports in one of the fanzines, was that they were surprised at how weak he was on the field in a real game but also mm-hmm. in training as well right and I think that's probably where Solskjaer, you know looked at him and was like you know he's not ready he needs a, a stomach mm-hmm. to bulk up and that's what he did. I mean we can all see that mm-hmm. yeah but uh but the thing with Jesse, right if we're going to a 433 like Solskjaer suggested, with just one holding uh midfielder. midfielder and then two attacking midfielders and then two attacking players either side of the center forward there may be space for him at the beginning of the season especially without with Rashford being injured Martial being Martial James being <laughs> not very good <clears throat> right so you can't keep plugging Sancho and and Greenwood so maybe Lingard has a shot
1: okay but yeah. if you're going to do that, Jesse's not going to play on the right. He's going to play on the left. Right. Where Martial right. and Marcus prefer.
0: Right. But he's saying, he's so, saying until, until Marcus comes back. Until, like, Rashford's back. Yeah.
1: I, I think he's going to be Martial. If you're he's going to start off for 4-3-3, you're going to have – well, Cavani's not going to play. But, I mean, you'll have – I guess, let's go the lead game. You'll, what, start Mason at center forward? And Martial or Martial
0: as center forward. Martial. I I, I mean I, the, other, Mar- the other part Mason on the wing. Well, the other the other part is that so I because I, I again I don't think Sancho is gonna I mean he's gonna come in as a sub yeah. against Leeds yeah. at best. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think Greenwood starts out on the right against Leeds. Martial's gonna start in the center. I think Pogba goes on the left.
1: Yeah, one hundred percent. And
0: that's the other, that's the other part. That's what the other reason why Jesse Jesse may not have a place is because Pogba's even played out on the wing. He's done well.
1: And he did it last year when yeah. Ole did play the four three three. 3 3. Pogba was on the left hand side. And when, when that's Pogba's position anyway, on the left, on a, in the 4 4 3, no matter if it's in the midfield left or the up uh, forward's left, he prefers to play on the left hand side because he hit you with the diagonal passes, with the long balls, everything. That's his favorite position. He hates playing the six. He hates playing whatever it is defensive wise. Don't, just don't put him in there. I would not risk it. He just wants space to be creative. Yeah, and as, and when we do see him play defensive, he gives up penalties. Let's just not let's, let's keep him away from that side of the box. <laughs> I don't want to see him in there like Bex last year pointed out. He's giving up three penalties. Let's uh-huh. not, no, enough. That's it. <laughs> it
2: was it was insane. a I'm fail- like, <laughs> how does he give up three penalties? Like
1: we lost the Arsenal give up three because of that him. <laughs>
0: Okay, so wait,
2: wait between, hold, on, hold on, hold on, wait, wait, wait dribble go, go ahead about about Lingard. Didn't West Ham want to buy him? Yep. Yes. So Jesse said to no. Christian, to Christian's point, Jesse said no. Jesse mm-hmm. said
1: no. And I think okay. United wanted thirty or was it twenty five? United wanted
2: thirty or
0: thirty five for him. I mean, I think that they would have accepted twenty five. Honestly, mm. they probably were just trying to get more money also, out of West Ham, but
1: also another okay. reason why we can't get rid of people. Jesse yeah. Lingard is not worth $35 million or no. pounds, no. euros, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> Andreas Pereira is not worth 25 million euros. No, he's not what they want for him. Of course, these people aren't going to leave because no one wants to pay that silly ass price. Yeah. And I get it. Sometimes you have to do that. I'm sorry if I curse. I'm, I'm, I wasn't here for the cursing part. Um, but... <laughs> you
0: get the cursing lecture?
1: <laughs> yeah. So it's like, yes, I get it. Some clubs do it. They... Like we're trying to do what clubs do to us when we're trying to buy players and it never works for us.
2: But well, we're yep. going down we do that. We're not going up when we do that. You can't yeah. You can't be here as like a club um, mm-hmm. n- name recognition wise, and then try to play hardball with like mid-tier clubs. Like, nope. they don't have the funds for that. They're nope. gonna be like- uh, so They'll be like, all right, sorry. Keep... A name, but no, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you, you, have, you have to leverage more expensive clubs like that's why we get leveraged that's why I like other massive clubs that get leveraged because they're like well eat it like deal with it this is what you want for our player I think we're going to take it. you for it that's just the way it goes but see I, I was under the impression that that united i hadn't followed that exactly united had refused to sell or you were like no he did so well in his loan spell we now want to keep him and i was like short-term gains are killing the club because you like know, you might fill in for a month or so but then over the full season you're not going to play you're going to be relegated to maybe cup games right lower ones yeah. and then it's like okay well and I, I i agree our wages are too high for for a lot of players and yeah. and that's unfortunate
0: so before like as the as the podcast started uh, christian sent a link uh, to us from the man United website with all of the uh the players um, who are who are currently listed on on the website and in they're broken down by position and currently there are 14 midfielders 14 for three positions two of which who are already out on loan uh, or well I know polistry is definitely on loan uh to Alavez and then James Garner. I don't remember if he was loan ever was officially announced. Okay, not yet. But he's (laughs) he is. They're working on a loan for him. um, Last I heard. So so that takes us down to twelve. How many midfielders do we need? I mean, I understand depth. I understand needing depth and different you know dynamics and and strategy and and whatnot. But I mean, I'm looking at I'm looking specifically. I mean, the top row of these midfielders is Pogba, Mata, Lingard, Pereira. If we lost all four of those this summer, we'd still be okay. Yep. Still be fine. All right. But we're still hanging on to, I mean, do we need to keep Matt? <laughs> Should we have I Daniel bet, James bet. on
2: the roster?
3: Beck, are you questioning Pogba there?
2: No, I'm saying if we lost him, we would not be fine. He's a world-class player. He, I mean, right. he, I, he, he, he is, would survive, but it wouldn't be fun. I, I mean,
0: the thing—the thing is, like, we don't—we don't really have a place where Pogba is the most excellent for us, and that's why I say that we—we we would survive. I mean, shouldn't we? though? we should.
1: We should, yeah. He's, he's but but we'd have wife. to
0: go out and buy a, a great center defensive midfielder first, he's which we here, haven't four done
1: four seasons
2: since he came back to us. Four, yeah, four or five four seasons. seasons like that, yeah. Four or five. This is the start of the fifth. And and I and I know I mean and within our group sometimes I, I will I will stick up for for Pogba more than, than others um, and yes his attitude sometimes can be a little bit obnoxious but I'm sorry if you're that good of a player you just deal with it like you know like like Jimmy Johnson said to his players you know back in the day, he's like I'm gonna treat you all you're all I'm gonna treat you all uh, like you're all equal but I'm not gonna treat you all equally. Like it's, that's just some players like, you know, are just need to be catered to and it sucks that that's the way it goes, but it's been going on five seasons now and, and we have not given him what he requires to be his best version of himself. Yep. And that is on, that is on the management of it all. So yes, there's been times where he's been absolutely amazing at times where you're like, is this guy even on the pitch? doing anything and that frustrates mm-hmm. me because i'm like you're so good but i put more of that on like if you just give him what he needs you you know it's going to come because you've seen it in certain areas when bruno arrived it was like he, he he awoke like oh wow like there's another world-class player beside me who can do some stuff let's go mm-hmm. so yes I, I will always pick up and say like yes we need to do more for him so if we lost him i'd be I'd be very upset, but sorry, Charles, continue
0: no, on. With no, 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 it's fine. You, you, you make exactly the point that I'm trying to make is the fact that, you you know, we're not making the moves to make our elite players able to be elite. I mean, we, you know, we've got, we've got Daniel James and Juan Mata and Andres Pereira sitting here, taking a valuable space and money. And, you know, I would argue that defensive center mid is a more important signing for us to challenge for the title than was Veron.
3: Then you'd be Our, wrong. Uh, well,
0: you can, be say, you can say you could say that, but yeah. United had one of the best defenses
3: in the league last year. That's one of the best. They were so defensive in that's because we played Fred and, and Tomane the whole time. Come on, man! <laughs> and the reason for that is is because. Maguire and Lindelof are two of the slowest central defenders True. and one of them can't read the game so the other one has to cover for the other one the whole time. Mm-hmm. So now we have speed so now we only have to play one of Fred, on, okay. And a on Matic. Okay yeah. but well, we, had like, with we can't Bailly, play one of them. But he was always injured so. Yeah. Right. Yeah,
1: yeah. can't. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. But I say like, we can't we can't unlock Pogba without without a, a better centre defensive mid. So yeah. it's either it's either one of two things. We either move Pogba on and, and sort out a whole new, you know, attacking situation that's, that's without Pogba that, you know, I mean, let's be honest, you can have an elite attack without Pogba. It's possible. All right? But would it be better with him? Yes, of course.
1: But, you
0: know, what are, what are, what are we doing by hanging on to him and not giving him the support that is so obviously needed?
1: He was like to, he was promised the best players. When we find them again, mm-hmm. he was promised. He's going to get the players that he needed, what he had at Juventus or close to that, to compete at United. And he got Fred. Yep.
2: And McSauce. And McSauce.
1: So, it's like...
2: And, and, and an old, and a an slowing down... Um, Matic. Uh, Magic.
1: Yeah.
0: Matic. Matic in his prime would have been a perfect signing. Well, goal, well
1: Matic came in his prime. He was well, yeah. his first. His first year... But he was never fast. Was, he was never yeah. fast.
0: No, but he was smart enough to play the position without needing the speed. If you put if you put Varan behind Matic a couple a few years ago, no problem. Absolutely even, no problem.
1: Even now, he's still the smartest. Oh, absolutely that we have.
2: He's going to give us a
1: couple he's of just, really
2: good games this
0: year.
1: Yeah,
2: and
3: that's okay. He, just, he, but he can't just be relied low. on for the
2: full that,
0: season. Yeah. That preseason yeah. match with him and Bruno and Donny uh, was it was brilliant to watch because it, yeah, because Donnie hung out in the middle between Bruno and Matic and was able to come back and recover and defend and also move into the attack and, and support the attack there. And that was done because Matic is smart enough to play that position. Mm-hmm. His legs and just won't support him. for. if you're season.
1: getting, and if you're getting a center midfielder from Ajax, he's up here. He's going to know what to do on the pitch. Mm-hmm. Like look at that history, that, that Academy's history their midfielders are smart.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And so it's like, yeah, the Dutch game is not a physical game. We all know this. We see them in tournaments. They crumble. That's why they've only won one trophy in, um, for the national team, but their league is always wimpy people. I'm sorry to say that, but, but there's all, <laughs> there's uh
0: many most really sad. <laughs> yeah. that's me.
1: That's me. Um, <laughs> The military me, I'm sorry, forgive me. But, like, they're all smart players. So, like, when you can see those guys, those three just connecting like they did in that, that preseason game, you're like, this is what they see in Donnie, and then they didn't buff him up, and they did over the se- offseason. We just got to get that defensive to so You get him at Conte like he does for France, Paul is happy. Very- and we can't let him go for free again. We can no, no. If we're gonna sell him, get 50 mil. I don't care if that's not what we pay for him. You're gonna to have to sell him. You can't let him go for free if he's not gonna sign that contract. Which he's gonna wait till the Christmas time, decide then, and then we'll know. I don't think he's gonna sign before Christmas, he'll sign at the Christmas time or in the January transfer window. We'll and, find out yeah. if he's and this is one. exactly
0: this is exactly kind of what I'm thinking. Like, and this is what baffles me about United's hierarchy not. You know, stumping up the cash is you can literally hang on and prevent a loss, prevent Pogba from walking away for free by investing in a defensive center midfielder that supports his. because then he'll be happy and then he'll want to play. And honestly, then we will be very, very good. I mean, I think we're I think we're title contenders. Yeah, as we are right now. I mean, you add in that center defensive mid and I I put us right alongside city.
2: Yeah, I mean, Pogba wants to win. I mean, people yeah. are like, oh, he's a diva, whatever. He wants to win. He left Juventus because I don't think he ever really wanted to leave United. I think it just happened the way it did with, you know, with Fergie. It, it is what it is. But mm-hmm. he, he, he eventually, he, he wants to win. Like, that is what drives him. He wants to be known as one of the best players of his generation. And that comes with titles. And he's wasted. I mean, he has to look back and be like, oh, wow, I wasted four years of my, like, absolute prime. And I have, I have a Europa League, League Cup, and FA Cup, FA Cup to show for it. No league titles.
1: No, he was not for FA Cup. Sorry.
2: No, that's right. He wasn't. You're right. He wasn't, I, was, no. I was thinking he wasn't. So that's it. That's it. And that was that was three years ago, and and so or, or four years ago, four years ago. So you're thinking like, okay, well, he wants to win. And he wants to win trophies. And he wants to be competing in the Champions League on a regular basis. Let's go out and do that so he can play his best. Not like, oh, let's make him happy with the person he wants. The person who, who will make him happy is who will help him win championships. And that's why having 14 midfielders is absolutely insane. 100%. I didn't know.
1: Know was that many. Jesus Christ. <laughs>
2: I mean no, Charles. Keep going, go, go through the 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 other rows because I'm actually curious okay. on yeah on, on all the right. Rest. So that
0: that uh, <laughs> second row: Fred, Bruno, Ahmad, Dan, James, uh Pilistri, Matic, Van de Beek, Garner, McTominay, and Hannibal Medjere. I don't know how to say his last name. I apologize. He's a very very good player, but he goes by Hannibal. So we'll just. Go, but he's
1: a, he's a winger, so they got him. He's really a forward, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: So, but I mean, 14 and then, I mean, and then you go into the to the striker position, which, I mean, again, three spots we have, we have eight there at the moment. And, and honestly, I, I looking at the eight here, I'm really, really happy with what we have at the moment. I mean, Cavani, Martial, Rashford, Greenwood, Sancho, Taith Chong, Anthony Alanga and Shola Shortire.
1: And all those three are going on loan. One's already on oh, Hopefully.
0: Yeah. I would love for them to go online and, because and with, I've watched Chong, them. I've watched them play <laughs> and they are very good players. Like Elonga.
1: Oh, oh my god. That volley he hit. Oh
0: I cannot who wait said, for him to make break into the first team. Who says he can't a hit a volley
1: falling backwards? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I'll show you.
0: Physics? What is that? <laughs> yeah.
1: Like okay. for Chong, All right. Chong, I like Chong a lot. He yeah. gets fouled a lot. He he could be He's a he's like uh Grealish. He's one of those people who will take up a, a defender off so much where he'll follow him. Because Grealish has been the most fouled player in the league. I can see Chong being that player, but he needs to add some weight and mm. some muscle to his frame. Cause that oh, he gets bullied off the ball way too like when he's played up in the uh, the first team, he's been bullied off the ball way too easily.
0: Yeah. Yep. So all right, let's let's uh, let's move the conversation forward. Let's uh, discuss the upcoming season. Uh, I kind of alluded to how I believe we are going to line up against Leeds. I want to get your thoughts. What do you guys think? Uh, lineup's going to look like, and what are you know? What do you think Ole's tactics will be? And then obviously the ultimate question of
3: what do you think the results going to be? Christian, you start. So I think the back four picks itself until Varane's fit. Yeah. right when they lost Maguire, when Misaka shot i think we'll play the same midfield three that we did against everton okay so you think we'll start with I, the, Matic, the Van the vanderbeek and and bruno yeah and then i think yeah and, and then we will play martial greenwood and i think Sancho will start the game wow okay Who who do you think starts in goal Hey yeah, I just told you we should sell hence I understand
0: that. I just I have to I have to know who you think will actually will start in the game though. Like that's uh-huh. <laughs> uh, all right. And what do you think our tactics will be? Are we gonna press them or are we gonna try and absorb
3: we'll hit on the break. Think so? Yeah. Okay. I mean we can control the game if we want to with the guys that we have. Or we'll hit on the break.
2: I agree. Uh, I, I think that OA is not gonna he's not gonna wanna start the the new campaign on a on a really sour note. Um and he's gonna play it more close to the vest, a little more conservative, um, which is tends to be his want in, uh, in, in games um, of this like stature. I think it's a huge rival. Like you you he's he's not gonna wanna come out of there, you know, with a two 0 draw, you know, loss. He's gonna no no will be fine. Nick won. Um, I don't think you're gonna see any type of like inspiring football tomorrow from from the team. And part of me is like a little, a little annoyed by that, just because I, I've had my personal issues with with our conservative um, conservative nature in in games. But I, I get it. Like it's a lot of it's coming off. You know, it's a crammed ton tons like last season. Euros over over the summertime. You know, COVID and people coming in and it's a lot to manage and it's a lot to have through and guys cycling in and coming back in for off loan. So if it's, if it's a boring game tomorrow, it, it, I'll, I'll live, you know, as long as, as long as, as long as it's, it's a close win or a draw,
1: that's fine. Manny, what do you think? I think he's going to go with the lineup that he used for the first game against last season, last year against Leeds. That one, what is it? 62? And it's going to go with McSauce in the middle, unfortunately. You're going to have the same back for that end of the season with Aaron, Harry, Victor, Shaw. You'll have McFred, Bruno in the middle. Um, Dan James probably on the left. Uh, Martial on the bald, Martial. So he
0: looks so weird, <laughs> bald headed.
1: Martial on the center as a center forward, and Mason's gonna be our uh on the right hand side so okay. he can cut in and use his left and right, you know. So, both, full, that's full speed up top, he needs to go back to is being able to use both feet this season. Mm-hmm. He kind of went off, went away from that last season and kind of limited himself because teams knew he was gonna be going more to his left than his right, like he was his first season. I want to see him go back to that um, this year, help him score more goals. Um, but unfortunately, I think that's the lineup that we're going to see tomorrow, and it's going to be of yeah, and I think we still win two zero. But.
2: exhaust and 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 Fred, that's yeah, yeah, pull pull a full double. I mean, double. I think
0: I think that the the whole. Uh, the philosophy behind that last season was entirely based on work rate. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, the one thing I will never fault Fred or or McTominay for is they they, yeah, they get got, after it when they're on the field. I mean, they're they're hard workers. They, they got just, engines, right? Absolutely, and that and I think that's what Bolday was. He was like he put out he put out some of the hardest working and some of the fastest players as well to to counter Leeds's you know hard working yeah. speed. Um, so we there, I think many you're right. I think that has a good chance. Um, I think I <laughs> I mean the Ole's message about Pogba recently has entirely been about how, how happy Pogba is in training and how good of a relationship they have. Oh, I
1: forgot about Pogba.
0: Um so I think I think Pogba starts and I mentioned that earlier. I think Pogba's gonna be on the on the left and I think Mason on the right, but I agree Martial in the middle. Uh I, I did, I'm I'm more apt to believe that the the midfield um is gonna be McFred. Um because of that hardworking yeah. uh, element, I would love to see Van de Beek and Matic in there. Uh, I think yeah. that's going to be a great combo. Um, and the back four, I completely agree with you until until Veron is is on yeah. the team and, and, and <laughs> in, get, in, in the building, in the building, you know, all that. Um, but I think Henderson starts, uh, unlike what yeah. uh, what Christian said. I think Henderson starts. Um, I, I, don't, I agree with that too. I, I think he I does.
1: See it because he's just getting back from COVID. Did he? Yeah. Was he,
0: was he one of the ones out with COVID?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Got it. I, I was like not aware actual of actual COVID or like yeah, just COVID? he had he was, oh okay yeah, then yeah no then he had to I had put out
1: apologize. a press release that he he's one of the players got COVID did not realize
2: I was going to say me. Henderson just because yeah, I think Ole made it clear he had moved on uh, at the end of end of last season to Henderson um, as the number one um, and I think he would have I think he will stick with that whenever Endo is is fully uh, operational.
1: Um, I also want to uh, – I totally forgot about Paul. Um, so, <laughs> let me put Paul on the left, Arshia in the center, and then um, Mason on the right. Mason, I wouldn't right. be surprised if uh, Dan James is on the right-hand side and he brings mm-hmm. on both uh, Jaden and
0: Mason
1: yeah. in the 60th, 70th minute, or, like, he likes to do it in the freaking 80th. Um, <laughs> but, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, but still, McFred is starting. Yeah. Oh, good dread in my
0: eyes. Real good mm. chance. My, my final score prediction is going to be 3-1, by the way, that we uh, that we will overpower them. Um, I, you know, obviously they're going to be hungry for the ball, but I, uh, I think Ole, his tactics against them in both games were, were spot on. Um, mm-hmm. you know, the, the second game against them, we didn't need to beat them. It wasn't going to affect our, our position in the table um, at that time. Um, so he didn't push for that victory or, or you know, try to really run them out. I think he should have to dominate Leeds because it's rival. We, you know, how we feel, but uh, at the same time, tactically, he didn't need to. So, um, but let me talk. Let me uh, let me ask you guys real quick. Uh, the following games, the next four games after Leeds, we got Southampton, Wolves, Newcastle, West Ham. Five games into the season, wh- how many points do we have?
1: Um, we should be five and zero. am being I'm being honest. Should, should be. Should we should be five and zero. We should be five and zero. Um, and up there were City and Chelsea for top of the league. So what is that? Twenty points? I mean, uh, fifteen points?
3: Fifteen. Yeah, fifteen. So. I'm gonna say eleven points. Three wins, two draws. Who were the draws? West Ham and uh, Wolves. Okay. Did you say, did you say Wolves? Yeah, I did say Wolves. That's yeah, the, I third just, game. Yeah, Wolves.
1: I don't know. By the time we play Wolves, I think Ruben ne- ne- Neves will be our center uh, defensive center mid. <laughs> <laughs> That'd
0: be a big change.
2: Uh, uh, I, have I, a, I have it at thirteen points. I think good. that I think that they're gonna they're gonna. Um, I think I think they're gonna. Draw. I think we're going to draw tomorrow. Oh, okay. So yeah. that'll that'll be it, and then they'll kick on um, against and be more, you know, more attacking and more uh, more positive going forward. Um, yep. You know,
0: yeah. I uh, my personal pref- or personal belief is the exact same point total um, as as you, Beck. Uh, I think it's going to be thirteen. I I think we will draw against either Wolves or West Ham. I'm not sure which one, uh, but it'll be one of those games kind of like we had early in the season last year where we just come out and we're like, we are clearly the better team, but for some reason, we just can't put the ball in the back of the net and it ends in a nil-nil draw or a one-one draw or something stupid like that where we have you know, 18 shots and and, and one goal or no goals. Um, I, th- I'm, I think we're just bound to see that. We're not, I don't think we're, commanding enough yet to walk out and win five games that we should win and i would like us to get there i hope we can get there Uh, but i just don't think we're there yet Uh, but honestly right after those first five games that's when things start to get really really difficult for us Uh, the next six villa everton leicester liverpool spurs city this happens every single year Every single year they pack us with with top 4 or top 6 games. They don't, they don't ever want to break it up for us.
2: They let us recover in the middle of the season and then hammer us at the very end of the season. Again, exactly, oh. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Fun time. Yeah.
0: So, we'll have we really need to put, we need to come out of those first 5 games with with a good amount of points yeah. to be considered competitive in the long run.
1: And um, as for tomorrow's game, as a United fan, I would like to tell fellow United fans not to get, not to expect uh, 6-2 again, just, beca- <laughs> just
0: don't, because. Don't expect it at all.
1: <laughs> yeah, don't expect it at all. Don't, don't set your hopes up too high tomorrow. If we win 2-0 and it's boring, because that could happen. It's just the players that we want, Sancho, Varon, are not going to start. Well, one's not even gonna play,
0: Mm-mm.
1: so the high expectations for the first game I think need to be brought down a notch, just a notch, not <laughs> all the way down, because you know how our fan, our the fans can be, yeah. especially our fans,
0: absolutely. And with
1: Ole, and if tomorrow ends in a draw, the the loud, the loudest group that it's the smallest group is gonna get louder about Ole out. Mm-hmm. Oh It's the first game of the season. <laughs> it's the first game in the season. We've already looking sloppy and it's a draw against our one of our our, our second top rival. Mm-hmm. You can't have that tomorrow.
2: I think it'll just depend on what kind of draw it is. I mean if it's a draw where United come out and they look like they're up for it and they're attacking and they're going for it and they're playing positive football and Somehow it ends, you know, like they they get a really nice goal or they get a lucky goal doesn't really matter. And then you know leads next ones because our back before has a mental breakdown, which I can which expect tomorrow probably. at least twice. Mm-hmm. And they and they get one past, then that's a different scenario than playing conservative, uninspiring, and then hoping to pull off a draw. That's a, those, are, those are different scenarios, and that's what I think will need to happen tomorrow. You know, if he's if he appears to be really scared to go for it, giving them too much respect, you know, playing back like it's like it's like it's prime Madrid, then that's the problem. And that's when I think it should be addressed and be like, hey, you know, this is not acceptable. You need to have guts and play. Like let's go. Like you can't you can't always sit back and say, please let my superstars manage something, you know?
0: Mm-hmm. It's funny. Uh, uh, Beck, you brought up the the part about that you know us getting a break in the middle and then getting hammered again starting March 5th. City, Spurs, Liverpool, Leicester. Four games in a row, just like we had in the fall.
2: Cuz that's right at the crux of everything <laughs> it Literally, everything is. Is like that's when that's when in. Champions League ties, is, is really Champions going League, and, like yeah. everything mm-hmm. that matters is towards like that little like everything gets gets pushed together and you're like, "Oh, <laughs> you're playing on a Thursday. Great. Awesome. Here's this top 6 game, uh, you know, on a Tuesday. Who yeah, cares? Go exactly. for it." You're like, Thanks. Appreciate exactly. So
1: going back to, towards uh, what Beck said about depending how the draw is, i got a question for you. What was the last thing you saw United do? That's Lose. Exactly. So you want to come off that devastating loss to draw leads, no matter how it ends? Because you know that's going to be brought up if it's of a course. draw. We went from losing in a, I don't know, even say the number, in a shootout to giving up, possibly giving up a lead and drawing leads. Oh, my goodness. It's going to be bad. That would be going to be
2: bad. That would be, be an awful, be awful way to start the season. It would be less yeah. awful if, if we don't play like we did in that, in that Europa League final.
1: Yeah. yeah. I totally agree with you that we have to attack, 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 and stop playing conservative. Yep. Even if it's with the two midfielders two midfielder, uh, McSauce. Play attacking. You can still play attacking with McSauce or McFred, whatever the hell, in the lineup. Because you just have Bruno, Paul, and the other three just go at it. But, have those two but, sit back.
0: And, have, and get point, Shaw though, like, and Juan Bissaka in there as well.
2: What, uh, what bothers me is Shaw, what yes. about Ole so much is that when he came on and he got the temporary job, he went and we we all of a sudden we're like, you know what? Let's go for it. And he was out mm-hmm. there that nine game win streak, he was like, Let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. He got the permanent gig, and then it seems to be settled into like that, okay. Now it's important I have to protect my position or whatever it is, and I and I can't be as aggressive anymore. Okay. And we've seen it, you know, play out in big games and like big competitions where we're crashing out in the semifinals of the FA Cups, you're like, why do we give up on this on this game? I don't understand. I know we had Europa coming up as well too, but why do you give up on this game? Why do you give up on on FA Cup semifinal and just coast? Yep. Like that is what I don't want to see. Just kind of this is kind of a segue to to a uh uh not, pro, not progression or like a prediction for the season. I really want to see us go for it. Not look so. <laughs> demonstrative or so 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 small in big games
0: yeah i would say exactly i think united, me. i think united would get behind ole even more if he went for it i mean even if the team lost i think we would be more in support if we were actively going for it it's it, it that that feels more like the 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 essence of united if you will All, always attacking always going for it always pressing i mean i i remember the days of um there'd be some champions league games in the, the early 2000s where we would be dro- tied with a team or, or down a goal or something like that, and Ferguson made one change and t- basically told them to, to step it up, and then we had 75 80% possession, and it was hammering, hammering, hammering at the, the op- opposition defense. We didn't always win those games, but we were damn well going to do everything we could to try and win those games, and I think that's what we're missing. We're not seeing the the energy to, to press. And I think that's what we saw at the end of that uh, Europa league final was there was no, there was no desire to go for it. You felt like extra time was waiting for penalties.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Right. So, that, and you know, like, like don't bring on a defensive, you know, if the game is, is one, one in the eight, you know, in the 75th minute or, or 78th minute, don't bring on a defensive player.
1: No, go, for, no. It. I'm go tired, for it. I'm
2: tired of seeing that. Yeah. Bring on an go attacking player who can go for it, want to come out and say, you know what? I want to I want to make the most of my 12, 13, 14 minutes and nick something. Like, that's what, what I want to see change from him.
0: Yeah. Ole, I know you listen to our podcast. <laughs> Take it from these four experts. Go for it.
1: I also go for, go it. for it. Outside of, well, we haven't seen it yet, but outside of Donnie, I don't think we have anybody else on the bench that can do that. We don't have the benches we used to have. No. And, and like, like look at City's bench. Look at, like, now even look at Chelsea's bench. Like, that's something that we still need Hmm. to compete. Because, God forbid, we lose Bruno for a month or two. Oh boy! Talk about chickens with your head cut off in the midfield. Because what are you going to start Jesse there? It would
2: go back to what 2019. Donnie would. That's what it would look like.
1: Yeah. So it's like that is something like we need desperately because let's go back. God, this wow! It's been a while. Let's go back to 2008 (laughs) when we had a, a strike strike partnership of. Berbertoff, Rooney, CR7, and Tevez. Four world-class strikers that were willing to come off the bench whenever they're needed. Wait, was Berber there in 08? Yeah. All four of those guys were there in 08.
2: Oh, I thought Berber came like the year after.
1: No, he was there for Champions League. Gotcha. It's like... Like how? What what's going on? Like, like we st- we still need a like world class behind Bruno. We need a work class behind Pogba. Just like what City has. Yes, we we crap on City. All, all oil money. Oil money this, but they're willing to get it done. Yep. And look, they splashed out a hundred mil, a hundred mil for Jack. And he's not even starting.
2: And they, want to put on on Kane,
1: which and they want to put 150 on Kane, which I spend don't think they even really Kane. need. Yeah. Well, they need Kane because they don't have a center forward. But because <laughs> that
0: was, that, um, that Kane purchase alone will will be equal what we spent on Sancho and Varane. And They spend an additional hundred, or you know, assuming that they make that purchase, they'll they would have spent an additional hundred on Grealish. And that's not to go, you know, mention the 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 50 plus they spent on each of their current starting defenders.
1: Like, cause, look, you got – people don't like him, but you got uh, Bernardo Silva coming off the bench, and he's really, really good. Like, who, who is our Bernardo Silva coming off the bench?
0: He's 37. I hate to compare
1: us <laughs> to them, but, like, that's who – if yeah. you want to be the champ, you got to beat the champ, and
0: – You got to have the depth like the champs.
1: Exactly, you like I love. Like, players. if we get all our right players in line and in the positions to start off the season, our our starting eleven is great with yeah. Sancho and Varane inserted into it. But then you look at our bench and you are like,
3: "Oh,
1: <laughs> pucker it up, boys, because we get in run Varad. ragged."
2: They get it's a long yeah. season; they get run ragged. Yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, I, I mean, how many times did we we talk about it and thought over like how Bruno looked absolutely wasted? Yeah. You know in, in his time like he's he's so overworked because he has to be and that's that's to our earlier point about deadwood and people and whatever like you have 14 midfielders but out of that, how many are like legit really contributors? Play oh, yeah. right now quality yeah. that can that can Six. spell people for like hey, you know what we'll give you we'll give you this this you know this uh, this game off that way you can like recover. So you're not playing three games a week or whatever it is, so yep. Christian, yeah, I, I got a question for you. A Christian, I got a question for you. Will you change your mind on Ole if he does not win a, 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 a trophy this season? Uh, I know it's early, I'm just saying, like, I'm talking about season
3: projections, like. So if we do well in every competition right, and, and, and we play how I think he wants to play, right, right, quick attacking football, then I don't think my opinion will change. But if we crash out of all the Cups really early, we bomb the Champions League when we shouldn't do like we did last year. If we don't compete for the league this year, and I think we should, my prediction is that we'll win it, then... I think we would have to look seriously at his, uh, his job.
1: It, if he doesn't make it past group stage, he will be, He should be in the hot seat of Champions League. If he does not make it out of the group stage again, back-to-back years, it's so hot.
3: Let's just see what our group is first.
0: It, I mean still, to be fair, we, we okay, were in one of the toughest we groups last were, year and we should have made it out. We
1: right. yeah, we were in the hardest group, but we should have won the group and did not. We were uh, we had we were in the lead. Thankfully, and then
3: the toughest and, teams are actually in our pot this true. year, you know. So we all get grouped with them.
1: Yeah. So so we
3: can't get PSG, we can't get Barcelona, we can't get Real Madrid, obviously we can't get Liverpool. Mm-hmm. I'm Brushy yeah. Dotman. They're also in App part as well. So we have a good shot at getting uh, a good group. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So uh, to finish this off today, the, you
1: actually want Barcelona. Just say.
3: I know. I
0: know we do. <laughs> Next round. Next round. Second round.
1: I don't even think they'll make
0: it past that. <laughs> <laughs> all right, to uh, to close out today, uh, I'm going to ask you guys uh, same questions we've been asking pretty much everybody on our on our season previews. Uh, some rapid fire questions, uh, quick answers. No no need to explain uh, yourself. You can just give me the straight answer, uh, and we'll move forward. All right, so we'll go. I'll ask each question. We'll go around the room. Quick answers on the way out. All right, uh, where does United finish? What place? Uh, one. Number one. Third, third, Beck. Third, third. I also, I'm with Christian. I think we're gonna, we're gonna finish first. We'll win the league. Who's gonna be top scorer?
1: Bruno. Who?
0: Christian.
3: Uh, uh oh man, Slancho. No, Cavani. Come I think on. Cavani had the storm in last season. Yeah. Okay, Beck.
0: Bruno. I only think it's Bruno because of the penalties. Uh, yeah. he's the still the penalty taker.
2: Which one? Which would drive people crazy?
0: Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, best defender this year. Rafael. Christian. McGuire. Back. Uh,
2: the best generational talent ever at at uh, at, at at left back.
0: There we go, that's Ah, that's Gilberto, my that's, baby. that's my answer as well. I think it's going to be Shaw. Our uh, right. overall team MVP, best player, Bruno, Christian. <laughs> uh,
3: hopefully Sancho.
1: Okay,
2: Beck. McGuire. McGuire. All right. I I, I think that he's really going to step up. Uh, and just be the guy.
0: Cool. All right. I hope so too. I wouldn't be okay. no explanations. I was going to explain. No, you don't have to. You don't have to. Don't have to. Uh, I think Bruno will as well. Again, I think as, as top scorer for the team, I think that uh, gets him MVP as well. All right. What kind of cup success will we have this year? We'll, do, we'll
3: just do the main three Champions League, FA, and uh, Caraval. Carabao. Well, the main three. They're
1: the only
3: three. So, Champions League, quarterfinal. Uh, I think. Can we play an English team in the quarterfinals? I don't know.
1: We, don't, we won't know that yet, yeah.
3: Okay. So I think that's who we go out to, an English team, whatever round that is. Uh, I think we'll get to the semis in both the the domestic cups, and we play City in both and lose to City in both. <laughs> This Whoa. is a
0: really, really good chance. Wait, it, and you, were like, you were like, you were
2: like, hey, that was really, you know, that was really descriptive, saying two points are going to, you know, win the league by. And you're you're given city
3: semifinal losses. But uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm having us winning the league, so true. Okay, yeah. All uh, right. Beck, what do you think? Uh, I would say, Champions League will be out in the knockout stages.
2: Um, the FA Cup quarterfinals. Uh, and I, and I, this is the one I think we win because we have to, is the, uh, the, the Carabao Cup.
0: Carabao, okay. I, uh, I agree about the Carabao. I think we win that one this year. Um, but uh, Whether we're playing City in the semis or the finals or not, I think that, yeah I think you're probably right. We probably will play them, but I think we'll trade off. I think we'll win Carabao, they'll win FA Cup kind of thing yep. um, in that scenario. I think we make the semifinals of the Champions League um, but the pressure of playing in everything is going to be too much, and that's what what we go out in, uh, in the semis of the Champions League. And then, obviously, I think we win the league. All right. Uh, what's up?
1: FA Cup. Hey guys, I, I think we
0: lose semis. Oh, man, you didn't
2: say anything about that.
1: Yeah, I didn't know Cup. we were doing know. like that. Um, So Carabao Cup, we win semis, loose city, quarterfinals, and Champions League.
0: All right, uh, predict top six for the league
1: um, City, Chelsea, United, Scousers, Leicester. I don't want to go with a London club.
3: <laughs> That's all that we got left. Tiny bubbles. <laughs> Christian. United, Brentford, Norwich, Watford. <laughs> Nailed it. United, yeah. City,
0: Chelsea, Liverpool, Norwich, Watford. Norwich, Watford.
2: Got it. Perfect. Beck? Uh, City, Chelsea, United, um, Pool, Leicester, and... Like a toss-up between Wolves. I'm just going to say Everton.
3: So why not? So that's a change from your uh, your group prediction. You just kicked Leicester out of the top four in like yeah. two days. Do you do you in know like something we don't know?
2: I was only going against it because in the group everyone said the same thing. I was like, well, a you know, slightly <laughs> different. Never mind, change that. Foxes <laughs> are going to hang on this year. They're going to actually hang on, but it's going to. That's right. Pool going to be fifth. <laughs> Everton going to be sixth. Leicester. I go. can
1: see that happening with Lester and Poole fighting offseason for fourth and fifth.
3: Yeah.
1: Just because you don't know how well uh, Virgil's going to come back from that knee. Mm. And they still mm. got to play, play Everton twice. And you never know if Pickford's going to take him out again. It's true. And it just there's still something on going on with Salah. The front, and,
0: the front three, yeah.
1: Yeah, with Mane. And and, and Bobby Freno's just trash. Sorry, I don't know. Him his
0: teachers, trash, garbage. All right, my top six, uh United, City, Chelsea, Leicester, Everton, Spurs.
1: I can't.
0: What's up? That would be incredible.
1: It's it's Scott sitting next to you. Uh
0: does he have a gun at my back? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Because
1: the only way Spurs are finishing in the top six if they still have Kane.
2: And it's still a chance, right? That was that was my position. Like, I'm assuming he's gone. That's why I didn't include yeah.
0: them. Yeah. I don't know. The, the The five and six are are a toss up in my opinion mm-hmm. um, among all of those teams: from Villa, West Ham, yeah. Everton, Spurs. Yeah, they, none of the, none of them stand out so much over the other that I'm like, wow, got to pick them. Um, even like if you take if you take Kane away from Spurs, then they're Mid table.
2: No one said Arsenal.
0: Yeah, <laughs> because they're they're in the rele- relegation zone.
2: <laughs> oh, man,
0: they're in twentieth right now. Oh, the bees, baby! <laughs> they, they went from top
1: of the league to the bottom of the league in, in one game. <laughs> yeah. All
0: right, gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us. We uh, really appreciate it. Obviously, it's a great time talking United. I think uh, realistically, we probably could make this a, a two or three hour. Uh, podcast if we wanted to uh however for our listeners sake we're going to keep it relatively short uh so that they can listen to it on their lunch break or or whatever time it is that they do uh enjoy this but i uh, loved having you guys on uh definitely going to have you guys come back in uh if you're if you're willing uh around the around the christmas period to kind of do a mid-season check and uh see see how our predictions have panned out thus far all right All right, thanks to our listeners, and uh, hit us up on Twitter at F-I-V-E-A-T-B. With any of your comments, tell us how much you love our picks and how right we are or the opposite so we can block you. Thanks so much, and we will see you all next week. Bye. Bye, guys.